And now, we return to the purveyors of real estate knowledge. Your Real Estate Chalk Talk. 651-775-9194 is the big phone number to dial up. Mm-hmm. Give Sheila a ring-a-ling-a-ling. And we will talk about sugar and food. There and you go. Get- you can either, there are two I, I, things you can do. He doesn't know, but there's no sugar. A lot. I, my grandkids, awesome. we have 16 grandkids yeah. and they do not get one ounce of sugar from natural sugar. Yeah. Right? From like fruits and things like that. But there is like no sugar that this girl, this grandma is going to give her, kid, her kids, grandkids. Okay. Part of living in a certified healthy home yes. is in living in a safe neighborhood. And we've had some, certainly has some challenges. We have many friends that are, that are in law enforcement. Uh, police, mm-hmm. and uh, they are under fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, terrible situation there. What? And we've seen, we saw it all summer long. It was yeah. just chaos. So, what? W- what would you do as governor to help t- bring that stability back into our communities in terms of uh, safety and law enforcement? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, walls. We, I mean, we can certainly relitigate portions of 2020, but he sat on those riots for far too long. He could have called the guard out. They have a quick reaction force that, within a few hours, could be deployed and could have staunched the, the the worst of the violence. But he chose to let neighborhoods that I used to live in burn to the ground because he's too afraid to act. You know, even uh, Jacob Frey was asking, like, "Hey, look, we're overwhelmed. You need to come in and help us." And he just sat on it because he's a coward. Um, in terms of what's happening now, you're seeing that, uh, you know, it turns out you need police. And if you don't have police, you get more crime. And that's <laughs> yeah. what... Uh, what a shock. What a shock. You know, right? Plus two is four. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's incumbent on the people who live in Minneapolis and St. Paul to start voting different. Mm-hmm. If you vote for people who want to take away your ability to live in safe neighborhoods, uh, you're going to get this as a result. And this is, you know, this isn't the governor can't swoop in and, and make better decisions for them. I believe in local rule. And they're going to have to turn Minneapolis around. I was happy to see them push back against the radical left and this ridiculous defund the police yeah. amendment that they have. But, you know, there are police reforms that have to happen. You know, the police are here to serve us and keep us safe. And um, you can't have things like Dante Wright. You can't have things like George Floyd happening. It's, these are training failures. And they need to own up to that. They need to own up to the fact that their contracts have allowed bad apples to ruin it for the rest. Look, there's bad doctors, bad nurses, bad teachers, every, bad cops in every in profession. every industry, right? Mm-hmm. And you can't allow them to hang around and ruin it for the rest of them. So there's a point here, but the answer to that is not defunding the police. Um, so I'm absolutely supportive of making sure that we have an adequate number of law enforcement professionals, making sure that they have the tools and, more appropriately, the training to keep our communities safe. Uh, but the communities themselves need to, to, to take some responsibility for their half of the bargain. Uh, and there absolutely are issues with the judiciary beyond law enforcement. So we can't just put more cops on the street if we're arresting the same guy twice in a mm, day yeah. for beating somebody. Right. right, right, exactly. This pervasive culture of leftist thought that our prosecutors refuse to prosecute crimes. And look, we're not talking about selling Lucy's on the corner. Mm-hmm. Okay, We're talking about beating somebody, robbing somebody at gunpoint. You know, these people need to go to jail. You absolutely have to. Mm-hmm. This is why we have jails. And, uh, you know, I'm a simple libertarian. I think that we, we have too many laws on the books that unfairly punish people who are not doing things that affect everyone. But we can all agree that violent crime mm-hmm. is being underpunished. This whole no bail movement, again, for violent criminals mm-hmm. has to end. The judges have to be accountable. We elect these judges. How much attention do you pay to the backside of your ballot? How much do you even know? about whether these judges have ruled according to the law right. or they're letting you know, career violent criminals go free. And I don't think they, people know about even, their judges. Well, they're they not don't. allowed to campaign even. I mean, they can't 
Go but ahead, people campaign. can campaign for them. You can put information out about how they've ruled on cases. Uh, you know, the governor gets to appoint people who step down in between, but you know, every six years you get to elect them. And uh, how how often are they challenged? They get to run with an incumbent after their name, but they mm-hmm. act like partisans. The whole idea is that judges are supposed to be above partisan politics, but when they start playing partisan politics, they will be treated like politicians, and they're going to run with a letter after their name. That's what I would propose doing. Um, we can solve it. Other states have done that. So if you're going to act like a Democrat, then we need to know that you're a Democrat. You right. need to come out with that. Um, but we need to start paying attention to who our judiciary is and why they're failing to keep us safe. Because, look, if you're a cop, why would you get out of your squad car if you're going to arrest the same guy three times in a week? Yeah. Or you're just going to have the case chucked out by some activist judge? Do you think that there should be uniformity in the police codes between various cities like St. Paul and Minneapolis and Duluth and major cities should have some some overlay umbrella that 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 is a recommendation from the state that governs how they police? Yeah, generally speaking, as a constitutional conservative, I want all the decisions made as close to home as possible. So I actually like the lack of uniformity. The lack of uniformity, for example, in our reaction to COVID allowed states that, like South South Dakota, South Dakota and Florida to succeed, mm-hmm. right? The lab of the states, the lab of the cities. And these cities should be vying for tax dollars from uh, the people who live there. And if you do a bad job, we see people flooding out of Minneapolis and St. Mm-hmm. Paul as they should. And it's not the job of the state to prop up failing uh, municipalities. They should be allowed to live and die and reform themselves based on what their population is doing. We shouldn't just swoop in for and uh, cover for their bad decisions. That would be bad parenting and it'd be bad governance. So I actually want municipalities to be able to tailor their training, their tactics, their needs to to what their specific things are. North Minneapolis isn't Bemidji, and it yeah, isn't right, International right, Falls. Exactly. Right. Right. Yep. Yep. So I hate the state pushing down and saying, you know, a bunch of bureaucrats in St. Paul know better than you up in... Uh, the up sheriff. In, and that's right, the Polk sheriff County. up in... Yeah, that's right. So, um, yeah, and, and in general, I think that the, we, we have that problem even beyond law enforcement. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, the Met Council, which absolutely should be abolished, telling cities how to zone, right. telling cities what type of density and what type of income housing they need to build. That's unacceptable. The cities should decide for themselves. The people should move between cities based on the city that, that best fits their needs. With that, I'll just turn our attention, if we can, to education, because I've stated and I have a, this fear that the COVID generation, if you will, of, <laughs> of students that are that are coming up are going to have an employment challenge versus students who came through either before or after this all ends, because they clearly haven't had the education mm-hmm. so that, that, that others have had, and so they're going to be at a, a disadvantage. Yeah. You know... What can be done on the on the state level to help the local school districts? You know, what do we do for failing schools? We shovel more money at them, mm-hmm. and we demand nothing in return. We have uh, reducing test scores throughout, particularly in our lower-income communities. And the answer from the career politicians, we shovel more money at the teachers' unions, and we ask for nothing in return. How about we cut off your funding until your scores improve? How about we cut off your funding until you start doing your job? Um, there's an unwillingness to actually hold the teachers' unions and public schools accountable for their failures to actually teach our kids and keep things safe. You've got an epidemic. There was just a big fight where all the sheriffs were out in Moundsview. In Moundsview. We moved to Moundsview to go to those public schools. Uh, we heard they were allegedly good, and they've fallen off uh, really fast. And so we pulled our kids out this year. They go to a private Christian school. 
And um, we have the ability to pay twice, but the majority of Minnesotans don't. Mm-hmm. And it's unfair that we're taking their tax dollars, putting them into the hands of Education America and returning nothing. In fact, what we are returning is indoctrination of their kids into wokeism and hate and racism. And that has to stop. We have to give the educational choice back to the parents. Government needs to have no touch on how those dollars are spent and let the parents decide if they want to homeschool, private, charter, public. We need to have... Indiv- and let the schools compete. And let the schools compete. Um, they won't improve themselves until there's a risk of them getting defunded. So, you know, I'm not going to destroy public education by doing this. I'm going to improve it. And I'm going to improve it faster than anyone else has by actually putting their, their funding at risk. And they will improve overnight. They'll realize that the market doesn't want indoctrination. The market wants education. The market does not want unsafe schools and failing testing. They want kids who are actually getting an education, getting prepared for the future. So uh, we all know the funding needs to follow the kids. We know the government needs to step out and stop funding the teachers' unions. And um, I think that we have the historic opportunity to do that here because there are parents, left of center, moderates, that, you know, are frustrated with what's happening in the schools. They're frustrated with this. They don't want indoctrination. So it's time to stand up, and the career politicians have delivered nothing for us. It's time to actually take back our public schools. Okay, so you, the, the teachers' union, the Teamsters, or all the unions are an easy and fun target. How do we separate the union mm-hmm. from the teacher? Right. Because many teachers, pr- probably more than we realize, do not agree with what the union mm-hmm. Is, is trying to impose on them. How do we get that message out, number one? And how do we reach out to those teachers and empower them to stand up and say, hey, wait a minute, you know, we're not part of this thing. We believe in, in educating our students. I can't, I, who would want to be a teacher nowadays? I right. Mean, who would even well, want to do that? Well, uh, <laughs> activists. So that's the problem is they're selecting for activists. And the training programs uh, at the universities are creating activists. They're not creating teachers anymore. So there's a generational divide. You know, it's the same thing we see with journalists. There used to be journalists who broke important stories, right? Um, now they're just activists. And so, yeah, I, I, I think that there are teachers who deserve the same ire that we throw at the unions. And there are teachers who want to do a good thing. But they're, again, not uniformly all on the correct side of wanting to teach the kids. And um, we, we need to empower those teachers that want to improve things to be able to do so. And I think the way to do that is to give them other opportunities. If they actually want to teach kids, let's have increased funding that will naturally flow to private schools, micro schools. Why wouldn't you want to work in that kind of environment and leave these institutions that are failing your kids? I think the majority of teachers care very profoundly about what's happening to their kids, but they should be given an opportunity to work somewhere where they'll actually be allowed to teach and they'll have the freedom to do so. Don't you think that more teachers have have um, gotten to that point of frustration and and I mean they're they're just quitting and yeah be because of that now, I don't know if I call them like the old school teachers you know that had the you know the different level of education you yeah. know just like you said where where it's at um, which is sad because those teachers like really are passionate about their kids learning. Absolutely. And they take it so seriously, which which is wonderful and which is what we need. But I just feel like those teachers are falling off. Like yeah. They're leaving. Oh, I agree. Mm-hmm. I mean, would you want to work in this system where you're being no. force-fed a curriculum of hate and racism? I wouldn't. All right. got to go up the break right now and pay some more bills. When we come back, we have one segment left, right? When we come back, we're not going to wow. get to everything. But I want to talk <laughs> about a couple things, taxes and regulations. I want to talk about about uh, 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 Second Amendment issues, uh, uh, 
gun gun issues that's important to a lot of people and then along with taxes and regulations i guess it just touch a little bit on the economy if we can we'll be right back after these messages <music> 